But it's, it's, it's sometimes difficult. It's sometimes difficult to follow Jesus when, 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 when things are coming against you. And it's like, man, how, how do you, because the biggest question sometimes is, how can you let this happen? Why would they do this? I'm telling you, these kind of questions I have when it comes to me. I don't know about y'all, but these, they're wrong. You should get them. These are my questions. I don't know about y'all. But I've learned that God's goodwill is always going to be towards your life when you follow Jesus. God is always going to do what he's going to do in your life. Can't no devil in hell stop what God has planned for your life. Can, can I get some amen? Can't no devil in hell stop what God has planned for your life. No matter what's coming against you. And the key here is that, that there's so much different doctrine out here in this world. And people are preaching so many different things. I don't mean to have the, the, um, <laughs> the DT fingers. But listen, there are people are preaching so many different things in the world, so many different doctrines, this and this and this and that. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you follow Jesus, if you follow Jesus, that's all that it takes. That's all it takes. If you're ever lost and wondering what's going on in life, just follow Jesus. Get where Jesus is at. I'm telling you, it'll start meddling itself out. And it's all and that's how I was sharing with the church that, 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 that at 28 years, I want to say 28, 29, around there, I was going through a hard time in my life. And this is why I stand on the promises of God. Amen. I was going through a divorce and I was um, losing everything. I felt like, you know, the devil was just taking everything. I was losing my kids. Amen. And um, life was hard. Life was hard, man. I didn't understand it. My mother thought I was having a nervous breakdown. And I, and, I, and I declared it to her. I said, Mom, that's not going to happen to me. The Lord's going to save me. The Lord's going to save me. And, and I've been running for Jesus ever since. 13 years, I want to say. 13 years. Just, just, just started running with him. Just, just said, you know what? I'm going to believe. Though that many people thought I was joking and everything like that. And thought I was just playing game. And thought that it wasn't real. But it was very real. It was very real. I was sold out. I've come in contact with the true and living God. Christ is coming to my heart to live, reside, and rule. So I started getting to the word of God and spending a lot of time by myself and getting into God's word and allowing his word to do a work in my life. Now, following Jesus, sometimes you got to get away from people because everybody's not going to agree with everything that you're doing. That's what happens sometimes. Following Jesus, it get like that. It may feel weird for a little while, but after God is strengthening your heart, it's okay to go back around. I'm not saying leave people. I'm just saying that it, it takes him time to strengthen your heart to perform his promises that he said he's going to do inside your heart where he's going to be sealing you with the Holy Spirit and giving you strength to face persecution. Amen. You know, persecution is going to come because the reason is that people are going to be thinking that you think that you're better than them. Come on, I don't mean to be talking fast, but I only have a little bit of time to have y'all attention, so I got to talk very fast today. <laughs> I got a little bit of time. Have y'all attention. Y'all clock out of me. I'm going to get it in while I can. And it's been a little minute. I couldn't get it in, but I'm going to go ahead and pray. But I'm just telling you that, that, that if you get along with Jesus and start building your life upon these principles, your life will be like, whoa. You'll be like, man, this is... God's doing great things. 
Don't never expect your haters to congratulate you. Because they will never do that. Your haters will never congratulate you. They're, they're, they're what they are, haters. They can smile. They can act nice, but they still hate you on the inside. That's why you got to look at it. You got to be like, you know what? That's a crooked smile. That's a crooked smile. I know they got, you know what I'm saying? They're going to hate you regardless. That's just how haters are. They can't. They can't celebrate with you. You got to get with some people that's going to really be happy about what's going on in your life. That's going to really celebrate everything that God is doing in your life because they remember where you were at one time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They remember you. Oh, I remember you. I remember. Yo, when you, yo, I remember. You was trying. Oh, now what? God is good. Them type of people in your life that remember when you was there, this and that. Boy, I remember when. And they see the glory of God on your life, so it's real good to be around people that, 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 that just like that, like-minded. It's going to celebrate you. Let's pray. We're going to get into where we're going to Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Oh, Father, <laughs> I am so grateful because in this, Lord God, I give fruit. No, no hard spots. I talk about the goodness of what you've done. Though we, we suffer, Lord God, but Lord, you have been faithful. Oh, Lord, I just count the faithfulness of God that when things looked like it was falling apart, you were there. I am also reminded that you were with Joseph even in the prison. The Bible said you were still with him and you made him to be the head over everything inside of the jail. So Lord, you will never leave us nor will you ever forsake us. And I'm reminded of that. Even in rough times, Lord God, you're right there. Even in the valley, you're there, Lord God. Oh Lord, you're God even of the valley. Your word will not return to you void, Father. So Father, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Let the church say amen. 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 If you got your mind, Matt 7, Matt 7. And I was telling Toya, you know, I discussed what I was, uh, what I'm going to preach. I discussed it with uh, Latoya. You know, I shared a word with her. That's my way of loving her because the Bible says wash her clean with the word of God. I can't, I can't force her to be anything. I can't control her. I can only tell her. And it's up to her to do her part, you know. And that's the thing about um, a lot of people don't understand about relationship. I don't know why, but I'm going to say, Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit. But the thing about relationship is that we can't force. You can't force people. Amen. You can't control people. Because then you become a God. The Bible says, wives submit unto your husband as unto the Lord. So it talks about a wife being submissive to the Lord first, then to her husband. But if she doesn't submit to the Lord, she's not going to submit to you. But you can't force her to submit by being controlling. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't control her. So, so what I do is I preach to her and I preach to her and I clean her with the word of God because that's what the word of God tells me to do. It says wash her clean with the word of God. So that's what I do. And she probably be like, God, dog, <laughs> are you ever tired of preaching this word? But I just bring it to her and I question her and, and I ask her questions and she don't be knowing the answers. And I just be like, well, this is what the word says. Well, let's go to the mediator of our faith who, who, who mediates between me and you that brings us to a place of agreement. Because you have your point of view and I have my point of view. But at the end of the day, Jesus is who is right. So we're going to go to Jesus and we're going to let Jesus settle this right here. 
because I ain't going back. I ain't that. So, so it happened like that. But I was just telling her how, you know, this marks a great time in my life. This, I'm, I'm just feeling great. I'm feeling great. Amen. What God has done in my life. And um, I'm thankful. And what he's doing in you guys' lives. I'm grateful. And Jesus, the principles that Jesus gave us, he, he goes here. This is all principle. This is all good stuff, man. And sometimes as being a believer, we get sucked into um, thinking that we got to just help everybody. Yeah. And you just got to do this for this one. You just yeah. gotta, And they play on your emotions yeah. more than they, you know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> what would Jesus do? Tell you no. Like, I'm going to tell you no. You know what I'm saying? That's what Jesus would do. Jesus would be like, no, I ain't, I ain't you know, because we want to give everybody the right answer. And we want to we wanna help because we see, we see a need. And I'm telling you, my heart cries out for those who, just, we see a need. But you can't always run to help. You can't always run to give a word. Because in the end, sometimes you can end up hurting yourself or becoming hurt by the individual. So, so sometimes you have to let people humble themselves. You got to let people come to a place of humility to, to say, you know what? You know, um, I'm, I'm going to humble myself and, and, and I'm going to seek the Lord. And then if the Lord allows you. Then you can share with them. But but this is what he says, right? He says, he says we're building our life. He says, do not judge. That you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. Amen. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not know the log that is in your own eye? Amen. And it's something we can, we can constantly tell people what they need to do with their life. And when you, need, you know what you need to do? You know what you need to do? And God's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't don't tell them what they need to do. Let them do what they gotta do. You do what you gotta do. Take it out of your eye. Take it, take the spaghetti. Deal with you. And this is one thing about the Bible and what people don't understand that we don't preach on people. Let Jesus do the word. Come on. He said, don't judge them. Don't tell them what they need to do. You just do what you gotta do. Get the speck out of your eye, you know. And, and it's so funny. We can look at people, and, and, and the biggest thing is that we say about people, people are money hungry. They just want money. Not knowing that you do want money. <laughs> so why are you trying to get, why are you trying to pull something out of their eye when there's something in your eye? And Jesus is plainly telling them, listen, take the long out your eye. Don't judge them. Because everything you do, people going to be like, oh, you just chasing money. You doing this for this. Oh, you doing it for that. Because this is the only reason the boy did this. Because this is the only, this, that's why. And this and that. You come up with so many speculations. It's like, yo, chill. Because even though we don't hear the judgment, you can feel judgment. Because it hinders you from going forward in the thing that you want to do. And you want to be like, well, I feel like this. Well, what did you say? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he goes and when he goes and when he says, he says, 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 but you notice along in your, your own eyes. He says, um, how can you say to your brother, let me um, take the speck out of your eye when there's a, a log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye. And then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your, your brother's eye. But he goes on, he says, do not give dogs what is holy. He's saying, listen, those who persecute you, don't give them your heart. Amen. Why would you give them your heart? And they persecuting you. And they talking bad about you. Why would you give them your heart? You're loyal to people that's not loyal to you. That's what Jesus was saying. How can you be loyal to people that's not going to be loyal to you? And that's not cool. 
I can't be loyal to you and you persecute me, talk about how I'm bad, you doing it. That's not cool. He goes on, this is why I build my life on this. He says right here, he says, do not throw your pearls before pigs. At least they trample them under your foot and under their foot and attack you. He's saying this here, those who are rude, rude people. He said, listen, don't give them your wisdom. If you're rude, I can't teach you nothing. Why would I give you my wisdom? Why would I give you things that are viable to me? All you're going to do is say, it don't work and trample them on the foot and you're going to attack me. This one tell me to do this and do that. And Jesus is like, look, I'm trying to protect you. I'm trying to keep you from being protected because we want to just help. We see it, we hear it, and we know. We be like, ooh, I just want to get in that ring with them. Ooh, Lord, just let me say what I want to say, Jesus, please, please. And Jesus is like, no, no, no. I'm trying to protect you. I don't want you to be hurt. He says, ask and it will be given unto you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. He says, for everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds and the one who knocks, it will be open. He's talking about himself. He's saying if you ask in Jesus' name, because Jesus is the door. He goes on, he says, he says, um, which one of you, if you um if your son asks you for bread, will you give him a stone? Amen. If he asks for a fish, will you give him a serpent? Amen. If then you being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your father, who is in heaven, give good things to, to you, to those who ask? He's saying, listen here, listen. You, like, this is the thing that I teach my children. I, I, I try to live an example that if you ask me for something, and I learned this from my mother. If I can do it, I'll do it. But if I can, I can. So if I can do it, I'll be like, okay, I got you. But if I can, I'll be like, um... Let me give me a minute. Let me see what I can do. Because what we're doing with our children, we're building relationship with Heavenly Father. So what we, when they ask us for stuff and we're able to do it, we, we perform it because what it does is causes them to trust God. That, that, that their Heavenly Father will do exactly what they're asking them to do. And I never noticed that, but I, I've been telling my kids this. I tell Ivy, I tell Abby, and I tell TJ. I say, you know, I keep my word if I can't, you know, because I want y'all to have a relationship with God. I want y'all to believe that God's going to do exactly what he says he's going to do. So it causes me to humble myself and do what I got to do just for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Abby wanted a rose this weekend and I went and I, and I said, okay, I'll get you a rose tomorrow because I brought a mother one. And I brought home the rose yesterday and she was shocked. Like, wow, you really did bring my rose. I said, this is what I'm doing. I'm building a relationship so that when, you know, it comes to you and God, when you grow older, you can trust God and saying what he's going to do, what he said he's going to do. Because your father is going to be faithful to do what he said. That's the key of a father, to do what we say we're going to do. And God is a good, he's a good father. So if we need anything, if we need strength, if we need joy, if we need peace, if we need anything, why we can't ask God? First thing we do is think of people. Come on, guilty. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on. We think of who can help us. Can I say I'm guilty? Did I say I was guilty? Did I say I was guilty? We think of who can help us instead of him that can help us. You know what I'm saying? We think of who who's gonna do this for us. We we put everybody in the barrel. No, if I ask them, I know I ain't no don't worry. <laughs> we put everybody in a picking list and God's like, Oh, what are you doing? I'm right here. Why don't you talk to me? Why don't you talk to me? Watch what he says. He goes on, he says, This is these are things that build our life. He says, Um, whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. He's saying, Listen here, this is the whole law. 
that whatever you want people to do for you, you should do also to them. If you need people to forgive, if you want to feel forgiven, you got to forgive people. Come on, come on. If you want to feel forgiven, you got to forgive people. If you want whatever you want people to do for you, you got to do for them. You know what I'm saying? I want to feel forgiven, so I, forgive, I learn how to forgive people. I love feeling forgiveness. I love to feel the point of not, you know what I'm saying, feeling guilty. You know what I'm saying? Because it just feels, it's, it's liberating. Like, ah, like a your peppermint patty. You know what I'm saying? My mind is, is liberated that, that, that I can think. I'm not thinking about who's coming against me. I'm not going to think about who's going to harm me because I'm walking. And the stuff's going, watch what Jesus says. Watch what he says. Oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. He says, um, um, enter by the gate. He's telling us, come by the gate, come on. Uh, for the gate is wide, and, and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And, and, and those who enter by it are many. He's saying, listen, everybody that thinks they found their way through life, and they can do whatever they want to do and live the way you want to live, he says, listen, that's the easy way. Yeah. That's easy. <laughs> you can just do what you want to do, and <laughs> ain't nobody going to do nothing to me, this and that. You can, he says, watch this, watch this, watch this. I love it. He says, for the gate is narrow, and the way is hard. Yeah. That leads to life. And those who find it are few. I like to tell people, I say, it's hard, it's, it's hard, but it's fear. Yeah. Walking this walk is hard, but it's fear. It's got a reward at the end of it. I'm trying to tell you, it, it may be hard some days to deny yourself and tell yourself no, but I'm telling you, when you get to heaven, there's a crown that's awaiting you. There's something that God has for you. Come on, that right there should give you script like, man, God got something for me so I can walk this walk. It's narrow. And the thing about being in a narrow place, because sometimes people say stuff that you just want to turn around and rock and sock them, but you got to Stay in that yes. narrow place yeah. and keep going forward. Yes. You gotta stay going forward because 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 the enemy wants you to turn around. Because as soon as you turn around, you walk in the wrong way, yeah. and Jesus is that way. Yeah. So you don't you don't put some WD forty on yourself because it's narrow, and you don't squash yourself around yeah. and walk yeah. in that way. Now they drag you into every little dog yeah. fight, every little yeah. pig fight, and God's like, look here, why are you doing that? Yeah. Amen. Come forward. Go forward. Let your haters hate. And your congratulators cry That's how we got to learn how to take words of a compliment. It's hard sometimes when you've always heard negative words to take compliments from people sometimes. Guilty. Can I say that? Come on, come on. I'm going to be liberated by the end of this service. Listen here. It's hard sometimes to take compliments from people. Then somebody tell you you're beautiful. You're having a nice day. You look good. You're doing a great job. You're like, yeah, whatever. You're trying to get something. No, I really mean it. You're beautiful. I really mean that you're, 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 you're sparkling. I really mean those things. Yeah, you think you're so. That's the way people are. Because we heard it so many times that people were trying to get over on us. Got to let it go. Those who wronged us, we got to let it go. Come on, come on. I'm preaching before I get to my my points. My cousin always say, "How you got a sermon after a sermon?" I'm preaching before I get to my sermon. Hold on, watch what he says. He says, "Beware of false prophets who come to you as sheep, come to you in sheathing clothing, but inwardly are raving wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits." Watch what he says. He says, are grapes gathered by thorn bushes or figs by thistles? He says, so every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by the fruit. He's saying, listen here. Listen, you should recognize. Are they still hurting? All the cussing. 
He said, listen here, bring, bring, you're cussing, you're cussing too much. He said, listen here, this is how you can tell what, what you're getting into, who you fellowshipping with, who you, because every word is the F-bomb. If it's the F-bomb, like just dropping the bomb, just the F this and F that and F this and F and F and F and, you, 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 that's not a good tree to do business with. Amen. He said, you will know them by the, by the fruit, by what you get from, what, because if somebody's constantly, every word is a curse word, there's some hurt somewhere. They ain't get over it. And then, and then, and chances are, they ain't get over the hurt that happened. If you hurt them, guess what's going to happen? <laughs> they going to F you too. <laughs> Come on. Oh, can I be real? It's somewhere some hurt. That is undealt with. So Jesus is giving us wisdom. He says, listen, you will know a tree by fruit. A healthy tree cannot be a bad fruit. A good tree, he said, listen, but a bad tree, if every word they saying is the cuss word, then you gotta, you gotta, hold on, hold on. This and this guy stopped me. He was like, hey, I got this truck that um, I'm trying to sell. He wanted 30 grand for it. Hey, I got a truck I want to sell, 30 grand. Yeah, I was at this job. He was like, man, I've been here working for this company. We work for the same company. He was like, I've been working for this company for five months and I ain't seen an effing dime. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, they've been doing me good. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying in my heart and my mind, I'm like, man, I'm good. I ain't worrying about it. You know, I'm not cussing, but I'm saying he was just dropping the F bomb every every second. Every word he was saying was F this, F that. And Jesus is saying, you gotta be aware of sheep and, and wolf, wolves in sheep clothing. Because he came to me gentle. He came to me gentle and was talking. Yeah, man. And then he stood after a while the conversation just went. Yeah, because them and I, I'm, the people like that I get away from at, at work because they're trying to talk me away from my good thing. I'm like, no, sir. Get away from me. Bye-bye. Deuces. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear that. You, you talk bad about my But I bet you'll be here tomorrow morning. You know what I'm saying? I bet you won't leave tomorrow morning because at the same time you're saying that they're bad. They also good. What can he say? He says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven on that day many will say to me lord lord did did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many and do many mighty works in your name and, and then i would declare to them i never knew you depart from me you work on lawlessness jesus was telling them look here it's not about what you do it's how disciplined your life is lawlessness means that you're undisciplined like what good is it for me to preach to y'all and not wield my life in you know what i'm saying if i'm gonna tell you something then that means i gotta bring my life under subjection too and you gotta be careful because there's many false prophets out here that's preaching and telling you all types of things but their lives are not adding up with the word of god come on they're not living according to what God's word says. So he's, he, he, Jesus is warning us. This is why I love the Bible. Because he tells us, look, you can tell, you can look at their lives if they're living a life that's unto God. Yeah. You, we, 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 we receive so many people. Something wrong with that one right there. If you turn me down a little bit. He said, he said hey, look, we're, we, we receive so many people. And we just think because they have a title in the world that they're sent by God. But we don't measure their lives according to what God's word says. We don't measure and we don't look at the 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 the, the, the truth like if you're doing what, what, what you say you're doing. You know what I'm saying? We we, we we look at people according to their their status quo instead of who they really are in Christ. And Paul had the same thing when he was uh building the church of, of, of Galilee. He was he was saying the same thing that, that when he saw that they walked not according to what the word said, he said he he he, he confronted them. And that's what it is. He said Jesus saying, look here uh, 
uh, depart from me, you work of lawlessness. How you going to preach and not bring your life into subject? How you going to call yourself casting out demons and not bring your life unto subject, unto doing what the word says? Come on, come on, let's come on, come on, watch what he says. Because I got to get to my points. I ain't going to unbox it. He says, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who builds his house on a rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and the beat against that house. But it did not fall because it had been founded on a rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who builds his house upon the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blow and beat against that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. Come on. Let's go to our first point. Let's go to our first point. Let's go to our first point. Hallelujah. And great was the the, 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 the fall thereof. And that's so true. You have to build your life upon Christ Jesus and him alone. You cannot build your life on anything else. You have to build your life upon God's word. First point. Not everyone who, who not everyone will get not everyone will get it. But those who do will experience God's favor on earth. Not everyone's going to get it. And, and that's just sometimes the hardest thing because we, we want, as people, we, we, we try to make sure everybody get it. But not everybody's going to get it. Not everybody's going to get it, but those who get it will experience God's favor on earth. Come on, let's go to Luke 4. Luke 4. Not everyone's going to get this. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay because Jesus understood that. He, he, it's, 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 he understood that. And that's what we got to become um, 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 receivable of that. You can't save everybody. Amen. You can't. Because you'll be trying and you'll be running out of energy. You'll be tired. You'll be beating yourself up. You'll be crying, wondering why they can't get it. Why they don't get it? They wasn't meant to get it. Amen. Everything ain't for everybody. Let's go to Luke 4, 16. Because they're rejecting the one who's given them to build the life. If you reject life, how can you build your life? Amen. You reject the giver of life. If you're rejecting Christ, how can you build your life? I'm loving it. How can you build your life? You're rejecting the one who gives life, and you expect your life to go grand. God's looking at you like, oh, okay, <laughs> let me see how this works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're rejecting the foundation. You're rejecting to build. So, so when the storms and the floods come, it just be like, whoosh, wash everything away. Amen. Come on. Luke 4, Luke 4. Watch what Jesus says. Watch what he says. He comes to show you that he's the Messiah. He says, and, and he came to, to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as it was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood and read. And, and, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. Excuse me, Pastor. Where, where are we? We're in Luke 4. Luke 4, 16. Luke 4, 16. Come on, come on. Luke 4, 16. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, friend. <laughs> 4, 4, 16. My bad. I should have said word. If you got it, word. Come on. Four sixteen. He says he went to Nazareth. He says he says he says, and they gave him the scroll that was um, unrolled the scroll, and he found the place where it was written. He says, um, "Watch what Jesus says." He says, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He has anointed me." Watch what He says to proclaim the good news to the poor. Come on, come on, come on. Watch what He says. He says he says um, He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and to recover the sight to the blind. 
to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Why are they oppressed? They so sad. Why are they like this? Because they're rejecting the giving of the life. Or either they haven't heard the gospel of Jesus Christ. They oppressed. I can't seem to do this. I can't do this. I can't. Oh no. What am I? Life. Amen. That's it. It says, because watch what Jesus said. If you're receiving Jesus, watch Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has what? Anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. Listen, if you're poor, He will make you rich. Come on. Come on. Come on. He said this right here. He says, right here. He says, he says, he says, He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captive. The restraints on your life is because you want them on your life. You 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 you're restrained because Jesus came to set me free. And you putting rules and regulations in your life, that's you with the rules and regulations in your life. But I'm liberated because of Christ Jesus, and I ain't going back. And I ain't going back. <laughs> Come on. I won't go back to that, Jack. Come on. Come on. I ain't looking back. I ain't going back. Listen here, I'm liberated because of Christ Jesus. He says, to recover the sight of the blind. Look, I was blind, but now I see to set at liberty those who are oppressed. I was once oppressed, but he liberated me. Now I know sky's the limit. Biggie said it. Why can't it be in my life? Sky's the limit. Huh? Why would I let somebody tell me what's the limit of what I can do and have? Why? Because he's, he's already set me free. I'm liberated. Huh? Fly pelican to proclaim the year, <laughs> to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. God's will towards my life. God's good will towards my life. You mean to tell me even when you're going through things, God's plan for your life is still good. Yes, yes, Lord. God's good will for your life. You mean to tell me this happened? Oh, you know, people, they like to see when you're going through stuff. Oh, God got him down. God, you talking about? That's the devil. What? Right. <laughs> God got him. What do you mean? God, that's not God. God, 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 will towards us is good and not of evil, yeah. huh? Right. So, so you mean to tell? Come on, I'm stepping on some, 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 some teaching. Some listen, listen. You mean to tell me what's happening in my life? You gonna call that God on, when it's bad? suffer we all suffer and the bible tells me that i should get under the weight of those who are going through so i shouldn't rejoice when you're going through something come on come on let's be real let's be real he says he said watch what jesus jesus is bad man watch what he said he says he says all that and then he he rolls up the scroll and give it back to them (laughs) to the attendant and then he sat down he just sat jesus like well i'm gonna sit down i don't say what i'm gonna say I'm going to sit down over here. You good? You, you good? You, you, you good? He like, he asked him all, you good? You ain't good? You ain't good? He said, and the eyes of them all, and the Son of God was fixed on him. And he began to say to them, today, the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. He's saying, look, I've come, I've come, and I've, I've, I'm doing what the scripture has said to do. I came and I liberated them. I came and I, I set them free. I came and I restored their sight. I've came. And I have preached the good news to the poor. He said, what's this, what's this? That's good stuff. And, and, and all spoke well of him and marveled at the gracious words that he was saying that, that were coming um, from his mouth. Don't you hate it when people, you, they trying to make you seem like you're never pleasing God? Well, if I ain't pleasing God by now, then I ain't going to never get in. That's why people get out of church. Because they can never get close to God. They always feel like they ain't away from God. That's right. That's not God. You can't preach a condom.
condemnation to condemn people, to, to, to make them not believe in God, to have them keep wandering. No, Christ did it all on the cross. You got people getting out of church and, and running away from the Lord because of what? You want to set your own righteousness. You you yeah. want to be you want to be God. In other words, come on, come on. Let's preach this good news. Let's preach this good news. Let's preach this good. News. And, and, and all spoke well of him. And, and watch this. And watch what they say. Watch what they say. Um, and they said, "Is this not Joseph's son?" <laughs> and he said to them, "Doubtless, <laughs> you will quote this proverb, physicians." Heal yourself. Under something, people will look at the past and be like, well, well if you were such a preacher, then you should have. Well, why you don't have this? Right. Nancy. <laughs> look at the fruit of it. Look at the fruit of it. If, you, if you're so much called to be a pastor, then why you drive that jalopy? <laughs> the pastors ain't supposed to drive no jalopy like that. They're supposed to drive a BMW. You ain't no preacher. <laughs> you, you just a wannabe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they come up with Jesus like, look, they're going to say this about you. They're going to say, physician, heal yourself. Well, uh, uh, what you did, in, what we heard in Capernaum, do here, here, in your own town as well. He said, you see, they'll be like, yo, if you're, if you're a preacher, why don't you preach to your family first? Amen, amen. Save them. Save your family first. You should preach to your family won't receive it. That's right. That's right. They don't receive it. And then, 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 then I'm preaching to them. And then I stop preaching. Right. Come on, Jesus. That's let's preach. Right. Right. Let's preach. Let's preach. I'm going to keep it 100. Huh? I'm gonna keep it one because because he said he says he says a physician he says listen a prophet is not is not welcome in his own hometown. They ain't gonna receive you. What, what, what you mean? Not everybody's gonna get it. Oh, I know that boy. That boy he, he too much. He too much. He's serious. Yeah, yeah. He preached to your own people. Why? Why? Jesus is like look here. Look here. He says. He says. Listen. He says. What? what um. What, what, what you have heard, you didn't care for him, do here in your own town as well. And he said to him, truly, truly, he says, truly, I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own town. His own town. Ain't no prophet. You, you, you're not going to receive it unless you see the fruit of other people's life. And I'm pretty sure I'm seeing the fruit of other people's life off of, the, off of what God has said to do. I'm starting to see fruit. I'm starting to see substance of what we're doing come to pass. Come on. He says, he says but in truth, I tell you, why is Jesus, Jesus? See, we just think Jesus is like, like this. We, we like to make him like, oh, mushrooms and fairy tales. But no, Jesus is real. He's like, well, what is what, what? Jesus started breaking the boy down and started telling but in truth, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of in the days of Elijah when the heavens were shut up three days and six months, and a great famine came over the land, and and Elijah was sent to many of them, but only one, Zephyr, in the land of Sodom, to a woman who was a widow. Look, look, it was many, but the Bible says that. He was only sent to one. Sephiroth. Right. Right. If you know the story, when he went there and he told her, he said, the Lord said, bake a cake. And she said, uh, uh, I didn't have this much for me and my kids. We're going to go in here. We're going to go and die. And, and she obeyed the prophet and went and did. Oh, you never ran out. Never ran never ran out. And this is the thing. This is the thing. We got testimonies of people buying land for five dollars. You get too big. 
gentlemen? Right. Give <laughs> me two big match for that. Football. People buying an acre for the football. Listen, people buying acres for five dollars. In the middle of a famine. Yes. Prices shot low. Yes, hallelujah. In the middle of a famine. That's right. You mean to tell me? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jesus said it was a famine. You mean to tell me there was a famine and you still get the and God's like, look, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to show you what kind of God I am. In the famine, I perform miracles. In the famine, your cup will run over. In the famine, you'll have more than enough. In the famine, we out here feeding folk. In the famine, in the mask with gloves and kids. Come on, we got to have a mask with kids. got to have a mask with Listen, in the famine, when the world is shut up, our baskets are open. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying what God is doing. I'm talking about Jesus. I'm talking about following Jesus. That in a famine, you mean to tell me y'all out here feeding folk? And we trying to keep the doors open. But you out here feeding folk. You mean to tell me out there? Come on now. Watch what he says. Watch what he says. And, and there were many lepers in, in, in the city of Israel. And in, in the time of the prophet Elisha, and none of them was cleansed, but only Neiman the um Siren. He says, look here. They, they, listen, it was only one. And Jesus is like, it's okay if y'all reject me. It's okay if you don't accept me. It's okay if you don't rock with me like that. That's cool. But those who are rocking going to get it. They going to get what? Oh, I feel good. I'm feeling my dad. Listen, those who rock it, what you going to get it? God's going to open doors. You know what I'm saying? God's going to open doors. Listen here. You can't, you can't prove it to everybody. But there's, 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 there's some people that God got and that are used yes. to do some great things, man. Amen. Everybody ain't going to rock with you. You got to accept that in life. Amen. The rejection is going to come. And this Amen. is the thing that we're rejecting Jesus. Oh. They were rejecting Christ. Like They were rejecting the anointed one. Oh. Oh. Jesus is like, yo, it's good. I'm not mad at you. But go ahead, because I ain't mad at you. You know what I'm saying? You got to be like that sometimes. You got to be like, look here, it's okay. It's okay. Reject me. It's meant for you to do that. You wasn't meant to get it. It's okay. It's okay. And when they heard these things all in the synagogue, they were filled with wrath. They was mad at Jesus. You mean tell me, this joke going to tell me we ain't going to get because we rejected him? Who do you think you is? You is Joseph's son. Who do you think you are? You son of a gun. You, you hear this Jesus character? <laughs> you hear what he said in his word how he gonna do this and that man. Yeah. you mean to tell me if I don't receive you as being Lord I won't you <laughs> who do you think you are sir <laughs> you know what I'm saying and Jesus like Jesus like this like it's all good it's all good. You ain't got to receive the words that I'm saying to you. You ain't got to receive those who I said. You ain't got to receive those who, who I sent to go preach this gospel. Because you're not rejecting the messenger. You're rejecting the one who sent the messenger. You're not rejecting me. You're rejecting the one who, who, who sent me. You're rejecting God. So it's all good with me. I'm like this. I'm maxing and relaxing. I'm chilling and dealing. I'm going to let God be God. Watch what he says. Watch what he says. He said. And they rose up and drove him out of the town and brought him to the bow of the hill, which uh, their town was built. 
And so that they could throw him off the cliff. They wanted to kill him. They were so mad. They wanted to kill him now. But passing through their midst, he went away. How do you know? You can't go before your time. It was not his time. Come on, let's go to point two. Let's go to point two. Let's go to point two. Jesus is enough to justify the whole world. Amen. You don't need more than that. That's how the Bible says this is. He has a measure that cannot be numbered. That, that he has so much faith, so much grace, that it cannot be numbered. You mean to tell me you think Jesus is going to run out? He ain't going to never run, never, we never run out, never run out. Huh? You mean to tell me he never run out? The Bible says that he has a measure that no man can number. To us, we have a measure of faith. We have a measure to what we can do and how long we're going to live. But Jesus, there's no end. So he has enough to justify the whole world. He has enough to clarify the whole world. Come on, let's go to John 10. Let's go to John 10, 1. John 10, 1. John 10, 1. You got to be careful because anybody that's trying to tell you to pull, build upon anything else other than Jesus Christ, Amen. get away from me. Amen. I'm telling you that now. Get away from me. Get away. Because, because, because that's not what my Bible tells me. Amen. My, my Bible tells me Jesus and that's enough. That's enough. That's enough for me right here. Because why? He has a measure that no man can number. He has, he has more than enough. His, his, his faith is beyond. Mine is, is just, you know, it's right here. You know what I'm saying? When God says, Terrell, that's enough. Come on home with glory. He'll still be doing great and mighty things. Come on. He'll, he'll take someone else and do something great and mighty through them. Come on. Come on. Come on. He'll, he'll, he'll use somebody else and say, you know what? I'm going to keep on. This is never going to end because my, my grace, my favor, my, my anointing never ends. Christ never ends. He, he can justify anybody he wants. Come on. Let's go to um, John 10. John 10. John 10. Truly, truly, I say unto you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs in another way, that man is a thief and a robber. Watch here, watch here, watch here. He says, he says, he says if you don't come through Jesus and you think you can climb into this thing another way, guess what you're considered as, a thief and a robber? He's saying the only way you can get into this thing called life is, is through Christ Jesus. I can't make this up. This is what he's saying. This is what he said. I can't make it up. He says, he says, he says um, to him, the gatekeepers, watch this, but, but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hears his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and, they, and leads them out. That's what he says. And when he had brought out all his, his own, he goes before them and the sheep follow him. And they know his voice. And it's something that, that, that you, when you know Christ's voice, yeah, yeah, yeah. like his sheep know his voice. You know when it's Jesus. You know when it's uh, 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 Christ Jesus speaking to you. What he says, he says, and they will not follow. And a stranger, they will not follow. But flee from him. For they do not know the voice of a stranger. If it's not talking about faith in Christ Jesus, it ain't talking about nothing. Amen. If you ain't talking about faith in Jesus and you trying to put some, listen, I'm trying to tell y'all something. There's a lot of other doctrine going on out here. As your pastor, I am driven to give you truth. I'm driven to speak the truth to you so that you don't be tossed to and fro by every cunning wind of doctrine. As your pastor, I'm called to preach the truth to you that you don't uh, go astray and that you know the truth and the truth will make you free. Watch what he says. He says in this figure of speech. Watch what he says. 
that he used with them, they did not understand. And what he was saying to them, and Jesus said to them again, he said, truly, truly, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All who come before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to him. Now, now, now I'm a thief. A thief is one who seduces you with false doctrine. Amen. That's what a thief is. That's what a thief means right here. A thief is one that seduces you with false doctrine. He'll tell you everything and anything, this, that, and the other, but he, he can't tell you Jesus Christ, can't Amen. preach Christ to you. Why? Because he's a thief. The Bible says that the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Watch what, watch what he says. He says, watch what Jesus says. He says, he says, he says, he says, a thief and a robber. Now, a robber is one who forces you. It's one who, who uses force and try to bully you and, 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 and violence and threats and this and that. So watch what he says. But a sheep did not listen to them. He says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he is saved and will go in and out and find passion. Why would I need anything else if Jesus is telling me that he's enough, that when I go in and out, I'm going to find passion? That everything that I want, pasture is where the sheep go and eat at and, and, and where they go. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? That's where they rest at. So, so if, 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 if Jesus is taking care of me, making sure that he's supplying my need, why would I need anything else? Come on, Jesus. Amen. Well, he's already said, anybody that believes in me, they're going to they gonna go in and out and find pasture. Yes. So I don't have you, you know, don't call for, don't call for nothing else. Jesus is enough for me. Amen. He provides for me. He's going to make sure I have in every season of my life. Yeah. Why is that? Because he's enough. Amen. I'm not building on nothing else. I'm not taking no other doctrine. I'm believing that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. That's enough for me. Watch what he goes on. He goes on, he goes on, he goes on. Come on, come on, come on. He says the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy and somebody's preaching false, seducing you with false doctrine. This is what he's, gonna, he's trying to do to you. He may not know what he's doing, but this is what he's doing. He's stealing. He's killing. And he's trying to destroy your life. Watch what Jesus says. I've come that you may have life and have it abundantly. Watch this. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Listen, Jesus died for you and me. He's saying, listen, this is it. There's nothing else that you could build upon this. Period. When you see how you see me, when you see them, you see me, period. You know what I'm saying? There's no more you can add to it. Period. That's it. You know what I'm saying? When you see Christ, you see me. When you see him, you see, period. That's my friend. You know what I'm saying? What she said, he said, he said, he was a hired hand and not the shepherd who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and the sheep flee. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he's a hired hand. And cares nothing for the sheep. See, see, Jesus calls people that's going to do life with you. That's going to be by you in good times and bad times. And, and no matter, not trying to figure your life out. But we go, I'm going to pray with you. And I'm going I'm to stick by you. And let, let's do this life together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, just because this is happening to you, that don't mean God has turned his back on you. But I come to be, I know that there's a devil Come on, pray with you. Let me pray with you. Let me sit by you. Let me, come on. That's what friends do. That's what good people do. That's what, what people that are calling. Watch what he says. He says, I'm the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me just as the father know me. And I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. That's it. Seals the deal. He died for my sins. Why would I try to perform anything else to try to make God accept me? If Jesus, if, if, if Christ if God sent Jesus, and that's it, why would I try to do anything else Amen. to be accepted by God? Amen. That's, that's the hogwash. Amen. 
You know what I'm saying? That's hard work. Why would I do anything else to try to get God to set me? Now, my goal is to obey Christ. Oh, now that's a whole other story. That means I got to bring this flesh into suggestion. And he says right here, he says, and, 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 he says, and I have another sheep that are not of this foe that I must bring also. And they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loved me because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me. But I laid it down on my own accord. Jesus is like, look here. They didn't take, they didn't kill me. I gave my life that y'all be free. And we always say, man, they killed Jesus. No, no. Jesus said, listen, I laid my life down for you. That you may, that, that, that you may be free unto God and worship God. That you may be able to go in the presence of God. I gave my life for you that you may be able to see the Father just as I see him. You know what I'm saying? That you may know the Father as I know. Listen, this is so awesome, man. This is why I praise Jesus Christ. Listen to this. I praise him because of this. Because what he did on the cross allowed me to get to know the Father. When they were trying to lock us out with all the laws and the regulations and the rules and all that. And Stoney killed Jesus said, look, I'm going to go and because I want them. God, I'm sending my son because I want everybody to know me. Amen. I want everybody to know me. That's why it's so good for us to preach this gospel of Jesus Christ because the whole world got to know Jesus. Yeah. They got to know that he laid down his life. Ain't nobody take it from him. You know, uh, the, he laid it down. Yeah. He said it himself. I laid down my life for my sheep. Yeah. Right here he says, he, says, he says, I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it up again. Yeah. This charge I received from my father and there was a division among the Jews because of these words. And many said, he has a demon. And he is insane. Why listen to him? Others said, <laughs> these are not words of one who is oppressed by a demon. Can a demon open the, the eyes of the blind? Come on, come on. They said, they said Jesus was, was liberating them. They were like, man, this guy has a demon. This guy is possessed. He, 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 something's got to be wrong. But others said, listen here. No, demons can't open the eyes of the blind. Amen. Demons can't be praying and cause things to happen in people's lives. Come on. And he's possessed by anything. He's possessed by Jesus. The Lord is leading. Come on. This is the last point. We're going to go home. And I got to uh, pack. Come on. Come on. Come on. We're going to go home. Go home. Last point. Last point right here. Last point. Um, we have to learn how to be content in every season of our life. Jesus. Contentment. Yes. Contentment. Yes. In every season of my life. Knowing that God is going to work it out. It takes some time, some time, but, but, but sometimes it takes a little longer. Sometimes it happens real quick. And, and you just got to be content. You just got to, okay, I'll wait on you, Lord. I ain't going to make it happen. I'm going to let it happen. I ain't going to make it happen. I'm going to let it happen because I got to be content in this season of my life, knowing that you are in control, that your plans towards me are good and not of evil. Let's go to Jeremiah 28, 29. Jeremiah 29. Contentment. Contentment. You in a good place. We're in a good place. You're in a good place. Contentment. Got to be content. Because if you're not content, you'll be looking for the next big thing. Come on now. The next big thing, the next big thing. And this is what happened. This is why people go and they, they, they get tossed and torn by so many doctrines and so many teachings because they're looking for the next big move instead of being content in the season of their life that they're in and just listening to the voice that God is using. 
instead of listening to your pastor, your, your preacher, and you, 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 you're looking for the next big word. And, and the Bible says right here, he said, if you ask for, listen, oh man, Jesus, listen here, what he says right here, what he says right here. He said, um, you have not, what, what, let's go, let me see something. Stay right where y'all are. Stay right where y'all are. But I want to see this right quick. I want to show y'all this right here. He says, he says right here, he says, he says, um, man, I want y'all to see this. He says, um, uh, uh, what he says, he says right here, he says right here, he says right here, come on, let me get it right here, I want y'all to stay where y'all at, but he says, he says, asking it will be given to you, he says, seeking you will find, knocking the door will open to you, for everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks find, and, the, and, and to the one who knocks, it will be open, or which one of you, if has a son, asks for bread, meaning the word of God, if you're asking God for a word, won't he give it to you? Yes, He's saying, listen, if you ask him for bread, if you're asking him for bread, will he not give you a word? But we, we, we seek and find so many different pastors and, 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 and we, we start following them. We start quoting. And it's like, man, hold on now. Chill out. Don't go that far. Because God's word, he's giving you. He, you, you got the word with you. Amen. You have, you have, you already have it. You already have it. But, but don't get tossed to and fro by so many doctrines. And, and I'm just saying this. This is what happens when a lot of times. They, like people get tossed. They go from this doctrine to that doctrine. And they're looking for the next big theory. And God's like, look. But this, see, you can't do that if you're not mature. If you're mature, then you can do it. You can do it. You can listen to many different. But, but if you're easily uh, 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 influenced, then it's, it's, it, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Because everybody's not going to preach truth. Yes, that's true. So if you need a word from God, Ooh. Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Amen. God will give you a word. And I know that, I know that, you know, you listen to a lot of different, and it's not about you, it's not you. But I'm just saying this, it's, and it's not about nobody, but I'm just saying as maturely, as, when, as I started growing maturely, I learned how to listen to the pastor that was before me. Amen. Because not everybody was on the same wave that he Amen. was on. Amen. And, and, and many, many, many different people on different ways and things like that. And, and, and it sometimes can, can make you miss what's going on Amen. inside of the house. Amen. Come on, come on. Let's go to, um, I just want to go back to that. If you need bread, let's go to um, Jeremiah 4. Jeremiah 29, 4. 29, 4. But so many people just listen to so many different preachers and teachers. And they follow this one and they follow in that one. And not knowing what they live like, how they live their life, <laughs> what they doing. You know, nothing about them. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you're just like. They're showing you a pretty picture, but is the picture really pretty? Amen. Are they beating up their wives? Are they, are they loving their children? Are, you know what I'm saying? Are they loving their husbands? Are they, you know, and we get caught up because that's the way society is. We're looking for the next big thing instead of looking right before you Amen. and seeing God. Watch what he says in Jeremiah 4. He says, uh, thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to the exiles. Let me tell you something. We're exiles right now. We're, we're, how can you say we're exiles? Because we're not where we, where we belong. We're not in the kingdom of heaven. We're, we're, we're exiles from heaven. We're exiles right now until, until Christ comes back. Then we will be in heaven with, with Christ Jesus. But right now we're exiles. We're, we're, we're from heaven and, and, and that's our home. So God is, has us here to do uh, the work that he sent for. Come on. Come on. He says, he says, um, he says, um, whom I've sent to exile from Jerusalem to, to Babylon. Watch what he says. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat the fruit. <laughs> and he says, and eat the produce and eat the fruit. 
He says, watch this. Take wives and, and, and have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and, and, and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and, and, and daughters. And multiply there. And do not, do not cease the cease. What's he saying? Look, this is how he's going to build this kingdom. He said, listen, this is the way I, I designed it. This sounds right from the beginning when God says, uh, uh, be fruitful and multiply. This is what he does within the side of the church. He, this is what he does. He says, look, look, build your houses. He's saying, look, do gardens. Do things that make you happy. I've given you these things that you may be happy. For you to enjoy. Your house is for you to love and enjoy. Because this is what I want you to do. You're doing the right thing. He says, you're doing the right thing. Ain't that something? That when it comes from regulations and rules, you never end up doing the right thing. Amen. You never add up. It sucks. But he, watch what he says. He says, he says, but seek the welfare of the city where I've sent you. And he says, um, 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 <laughs> and do and, where I've sent you to exile and pray to the Lord on his behalf. For in his welfare, you will find your welfare. He's saying, listen here, pray that everything goes good. Pray for the sick. Pray, pray that they be healthy. That's what we do. We pray. We pray for the city of Goose Creek. We pray that everybody be healed. We pray for employment. We pray for blessing. We pray, you know what I'm saying? Whenever God has you at, pray for that city. Pray for it. He says, seek the welfare. He says, uh, he says and pray to the Lord on his behalf. For in this welfare you will find your welfare. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let the prophets who, 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 and, and your divers who are among you deceive you. And do not listen to their dreams that they dream. For it is a lie that they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them, declares the Lord. That's why when people, if people come and they, I got a word from the Lord. Hold on now. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure if God's going to tell me something about me, he's going to tell me first. That's how you know when, it, when somebody lying to you, they, they lying sign. They ain't prophesying, they lying sign. Because God would tell me first what he said. You know what I'm saying? So he says, right here, he says, he says, he says, he says, um, they're prophesying to you in my name. I did, not, I did not send them to cleanse the Lord. For thus says the Lord, when 70 years is completed for Babylon, I will visit you. And I will perform my promise and bring you back to this place. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans of welfare. He, 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 he plans for you to be healed. His plans is for you to be well taken care of. His plan for you is to have more than enough. Because he wants you to give to those who don't have. His, his, his plan for you, man. <laughs> Woman, child, and boy. God's plan for your life is for you to be well taken care of. To have more than enough. To be disease free. To be healthy. God don't want us to be sick, broke, busted, and disgusting. The devil is a liar. Watch what he says. And not of evil. Watch what he says. To give you a future and a hope. Come on. Then you will call upon me and pray to me. And I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with your whole heart. <laughs> Watch what he says. And I will be found by you, declares the Lord. And I will restore to you your fortitude and gather you from all the nations and all the places where 
I have driven you, declares the Lord. One thing for sure, God's plans towards us has never been for us to suffer. When you hear the Bible talks about suffering, suffering for Christ, it's talking about suffering rejection. That's the suffering that we share with Christ. But suffering sicknesses, not having, that's not of God. So when you hear somebody teaching other than Christ Jesus, your Lord and Savior, what he did on the cross is enough. Live. Get away. Amen. Get away. Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. That's my message. I'm going to stop right there. I ain't going to go no further. But God's plans towards us are good. Why, why would God cause us to suffer hurt? This is a God that is of love. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Sometimes we have to check is that God's word? <laughs> to hurt someone? To tear someone down? Is that God's voice? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to question. Come on. I know everybody. I know y'all have good thoughts all the time. I know. I know y'all a lot of day sayings. Listen. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know y'all. Y'all. I know everybody. I know nobody had no bad thoughts in here. Okay. Sometimes I got to have my talk to Jesus moments. Amen. Amen. And understand that. God's thoughts towards every man, woman, child, boy and girl is of good. And and it's so crazy because people would think that. We're going to get into some more of it next week of following Jesus. It's just God's will, man. To follow Jesus Christ. Everything else, even if it's a hard time, contentment, listen here, because this is what causes you to be content because you understand that God's plans towards your life is good. Amen. You may be in a hard spot, but, but, but God's thoughts towards me are good. I may be going through something, but God's thoughts towards me are good. And this is where we as believers have to care for one another to help one another. Yeah. That if, if you're in a hard spot, you ain't got, I got to give to you. Yeah. I got to help you. I gotta learn how to be a blessing. Because I'm gonna need that blessing back. Old folks say it like this today may be your my day, but the next day may be yours. Let us pray. Let us pray. I'm so happy to be.